Everybody loves a good ghost story. From the renowned haunting of the Amityville Horror House to the lesser-known curse of the Bassano Vase, legends of the ghostly and macabre have been fascinating and frightening us for centuries. But have you ever wondered if there's any truth behind the lore? Over the last eight years that I've spent as a paranormal researcher, I have constantly asked one important question. Is this a hoax, or could it truly be a haunt? I'm Courtney Hayes, host of the podcast Haunts, where every week I dissect another ghostly legend in an effort to find the truth that lies within. Listen to Haunts for free on your favorite podcasting app and help me to unveil the unknown. Top of the day, Trash Pandas. Welcome back to Hot Garbage True Crime Edition. I'm your host, Nisha, and this is my beautiful best friend and co-host. Buddha badass. So today, usually I would ask Buddha how his week is, but fuck your week, Buddha, because oh. we have more important things to talk about. You don't know what happens in my week or in my days, girl. There's a whole lot of things that could be very important in my week. Well, what's more important is we have guests. Oh my gosh. Our I'll po- give them two points for that. <laughs> our, Free throws. Our podcast siblings are here. So we have David and Amanda from One Nothing. Well, David, hey I guys. like you. Amanda, <laughs> yes. Yes. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited about this. I'm very excited, as you can tell, my premature woo. <laughs> well, I was going to ask, like, so before we get into it, can you tell everybody a little bit, like, about your show and stuff? And you could plug everything at the end, but I just want them to know about you guys. Yeah, we're just a couple goofy folks who talk about people dying at the end of it. It's um, We mix it up a little bit, and we uh, kind of are a safe space where you can feel your feelings about death and not have to follow any particular path about what's expected. You can't laugh, that type of thing. We welcome laughter. We welcome dealing with these horrifying terrifying stories by whatever emotional value you assign to them so we're just a in a nutshell that's about it i'm sure david could do a much better job about explaining it david by the way you have me really Uh, believe in a paranormal because i'm not a paranormal person usually but he's really starting to really ghostbusters oh my god no david stuff he puts up is better than ghostbusters they have even a new movie if they have a sequel that goes past 20 years it's got to be real Sure. What got you into paranormal, David? Well, actually, one of the stories I'm going to tell tonight is what really got me into the paranormal. I had, uh, growing up, I had some, uh, like, for example, I lived in this house where there was some sort of ghostly presence, and turns out it was kind of a witch thing, which kind of uh, spooked the hell of my folks. They almost got a divorce, like, after a year and a half. What? so. Yeah, they had to get out of that house, and everything seemed fine after that. But there was like stuff buried in the front yard from uh, mm-hmm. uh, some sort Ooh. of witch. Damn, that's yeah, crazy. So the ghost was causing problems in your parents' marriage. Yeah, 
actually it was like a negative energy that yes. was uh, fuck you don't my, my dad actually understand. said that he had he had his bags packed ready to go he was gonna leave us both of us and uh my my grandfather luckily came in set him straight said you gotta get out of this house it's the house and sure enough as soon as they left they were fine your grandfather had that old wisdom and the great words of Ron Burgundy is voodoo that shit will fuck you up <laughs> like yeah. no but in all seriousness is people don't believe in the the amount of what subtle energy <clears throat> it's, it's kind of like someone poking you on the arm mm-hmm. and the first 10 15 pokes mm-hmm. maybe even minutes doesn't feel like anything but over the course of time that becomes a greater pain mm-hmm. in which you have those sourceable energies mm-hmm. of the negativity that may have brought into a house or situation I'm glad your grandfather knew well i had a hunch at least to take oh, yeah. it where he saw the, the where it started to go bad with their energy mm-hmm. yeah. yeah very fortunate that he came in and, and set everything straight my mom actually went to him and said something's wrong with with uh with david my dad's name is david as well and oh, uh you're a junior wrong, so, yeah i'm a junior Power. Try to keep that under wraps, but you got it out of here. <laughs> Do you know you are your father then? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. So your son's gonna be the third. Yeah, yeah. If I have a son, that's correct. Oh, son of a gun! He's trying to live forever. That's the secret. <laughs> yeah. But you know no what? Kids of my own. I'm right. Old now to have kids of my own. Well, that and if you ever need a clone body, you already have a specimen ready. He has I your know, name. Right? He has the same exact body. Bam! Let's do this. Oh Probably yeah, probably even the same blood you type. Did that kidney, right? Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I need. You know, you're, the, you're the spare are parts. You the witch from David's story. <laughs> well, I, you know what? No, because I believe I'm gonna be cyborg. I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna convert over to you, you guys. I'm sorry. But when Terminator, when Arnold Schwarzenegger comes to kill us all, I'm gonna be on his side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell no! Nah. We was just talking, and he said he said he's gonna. Didn't you say you're gonna become like a robot or Girl, something? Girl, I'm gonna download myself, whatever robot it is, AI. Even if I'm working at Amazon to start, I'm gonna build my way up in the in the AI world. But I'm downloading myself into one of these droids. Do We're gonna be able to download our essence into. Uh, a robot or a cyborg and and, uh, and continue to live on. You're with me. That's exactly, that's how I believe and I'm doing it. I'm jumping on board. Oh. Yeah, well, you don't have to. You don't, I will, Buddha will be here. You don't have to do it. <laughs> and you don't have to believe it. Well, but uh, trust me, just, I will be there. Because I'm just wondering what a Nisha cyborg would be. Now I'm just sitting over here wondering. Well, you gotta, you gotta plan your cyborg out. Yeah, you know, give her a different walk style. Definitely give her walk and personality. Yeah, definitely. This, you know, those aches and pains you're getting with age, no more, gone. See, I haven't started getting those right? yet. I haven't started getting those yeah. yet. Well, I haven't oh, either. Yeah. But think about it, though. Yeah, they're gonna be gone. Huh? I want to. I want to oh. not know what that feels like. Yeah, me too. I, I don't know. My foot goes to sleep really like a lot though. Like I'm starting to have poor circulation, and it's starting to worry me. Remember, oh, you just I had to help leg. me. You get that too, Amanda? Oh, yeah. Sitting down, I have to, like, move every 15 seconds because my legs go numb. Yeah, what is that? Why do we get that? Because we're human. Because Buddha just had to help me up. I'm like, you know, what Buddha had to help me up, and I don't do the help. Right? We're all dying and breaking down. We're human. We need to go into the robots. Don't let them take (laughs) us over. Let us take them over. OMG. (laughs) 
Well, so you guys both have stories for us today, huh? Absolutely. Oh, good. So who's going first? Because this is good. This is going to be some good shit right here. I'm excited, actually. Mm-hmm. Well, I will go ahead and kick us off. I took this story. Uh, yes, thank you. Yeah, I'll pretend that it's because of manners. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I took this story. This is one that I'd heard of a while back, and it's just been rattling around in my brain. It's just like a backup if I ever needed it. But the moment that I knew that we were going to be on your show, Nisha, I thought of you. Because Yay. this story, yeah, oh, because this story okay. very much centers around a, a very strong woman, and so I know. Oh, thank you. It's, it's the way that I view you because you're just taking the world by storm with everything that you're doing in the world of true crime and being yeah. on the documentary oh. on Tubi, freaking outstanding. So this yeah. just happened to line up oh. um, really nicely. So I'm giving you a virtual you hug. Before. Do you guys feel <laughs> it? <laughs> I feel What's it. That? I can feel it. Oh, it's so warm. Oh. Thank you, guys. Is that a, a knife? Is that Buddha? <laughs> what? I give virtual high fives. Oh, okay. That's what it is. I keep it 90s. <laughs> that virtual high five is the coolest thing. Like, tsh, you see that in slow motion? And you always say, you son of a bitch. And you high five. Wow. That's how I always visualize it. For yeah, yeah, I like that good throb. Like, it's supposed to swell in my fingers. Like, oh, my God, what just happened? I smacked a wall? That was a man high five. And the clap that a good, solid high five when all of your little palm balls hit the others. Oh, right. It's just so, like... And then you catch no, it in the air. The, the, it's the exact same from Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I, I keep bringing him up because, you know, I voted for him, him as mayor. But, our governor... And you you smack your hand, then you start arm wrestling. It doesn't end there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't end with the high five. You then arm wrestles to show your manliness. Mm-hmm. What does that That's prove? That we are all men. We are strong. I think David and Buddha should arm wrestle. I wish you guys were here. Like, seriously. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Just, for no just for no reason. Just for no reason. And we should have a punishment, too. Like, if you lose the arm wrestle, there's, like, spikes at the end. You put some spikes on the, on the end of the floor. Whoever loses, they get their hand stabbed. It's bloodbath. God damn, that's scary. <laughs> this is this is that 1980s stuff. Oh this, my this god, this is some John Claude Van Damme stuff. He on that Game of Thrones type. Like you, the people that have those bruises on their hand, they know they'd be like, "Oh, he's an arm wrestler." Mm-mm. Like he has those bruises on his hands. He's like, "Do you know how my wrist got strong? It's not from jacking off. No, no, it's from wrestling that's a man." Only one arm. <laughs> Uneven musculature. <laughs> and it works though. Mm-hmm. That's what I hear. Just as good as the real thing. Oh wait, we're talking about what? What works? <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say it just as good as the real thing. Now that is <laughs> it's never gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, that's, it takes a whole lot of lotion and all type of other stuff to make us get to that What level. did you just, you know what? She did that. I was just responding like this. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't care how many hand exercises you do. The real thing is not But You always be trying to take it to a whole she different. She took it there. She took it there. Don't blame me. Take it there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I'm just saying how much I love the real thing. The real thing is delicious. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Girl, I can I can have that every night. We can put that on a platter and serve that up. You know what? <laughs> Guess who's coming to dinner? <laughs> so okay, we better get to a better story. Man have to have the food brought to him. I see how it is. <laughs> Girl, and I will eat it up though. See, we finna we finna sit here and get to Amanda's story now. Like, I don't know exactly what we're talking about anymore, but it is hot. Mm-mm. <laughs> I apologize for this, Amanda. Buddha doesn't oh, know how to act when we have a gas. Excellent intro to my to my theme so of, of strong women, and that was kind of my point at the beginning. Is like you don't. You know, strong women, when they do these achievements, you don't hear about them as often as when men do the same achievement, which is like, you know, people want to say that that's biased, but it's really, it's reality. A lot of times, you know, like women's sports aren't as advertised, aren't as paid as men's sports, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So that tends to repeat itself in animal attacks as well. A lot of times, like women victims and women survivors don't get as much airtime as men. Mm -hmm. So this is one that didn't get a whole lot of airtime that I'm really excited to tell you guys about. It didn't happen all that long ago, and it involves one woman by the name of Amber Kornack. Mm. So Amber's life, as she was growing up, she had this one passion of wildlife. All she wanted to do was be outside in the woods, in the trees, just living amongst the native creatures. And as an adult, she tried really, really hard following all these different leads and paths through her schooling and education to work with her favorite animal, which was a grizzly bear. Mm. Go figure, it couldn't bring anything other than a bear story to you guys. (laughs) Right. So she is, you know, striving really hard for this position. She finally lands it, and it's the position of grizzly bear wildlife technician with the United States Fish and Wildlife Department. Oh. So her job, yeah, her job is really interesting. Um, she gets to go out into bear habitats and collect samples to be able to um, determine, you know, what bears visit what areas, what they're eating, what their resources are, things of that nature that really help people in the area get an idea and understanding of Can how I bears are surviving. On this, yeah. just really quick, is off top. I am already admiring this woman. Are you following bears? She is following bears. Holy fucking shit! What? I, no, that's the closest thing to a dinosaur. Like what? You talking about to follow? Either you follow a bear or a Tyrannosaurus Rex? How do you think that ends? Oh my god! I, don't, I guess we gonna find well, out, girl. Like yeah. she is already, already high on my list. Just being the person to study that, because that is what I would never do. If you ask me to study the bears, we would never know. Bears would be a myth. They be, <laughs> they be up there with unicorns and, and mermaids. I mean, like, I don't know what the fuck they do out there. They kill everybody. That's what they do. <laughs> I'm not following jack shit. <laughs> So, already, she's better than me. I'm just saying that already. And I'm an alpha male. She's better than me. Damn. Stronger already. Fearless. Damn, Buddha just That would be your your journal document that you submit to the government. Be like, hey, what do you know about the species? They're not real. That's what I know. I I know they're mythical out there. They will kill you. They live in the shadows. I'd write that down. They live in the shadows. (laughs) And kill us all. I'd write that down on government documents. <laughs> nope. Not following. Not going. I don't know. After 6 p.m., I definitely. When the sun went down, I don't know what the fuck they did. I don't know where they were. Because you know what? I wasn't out there. <laughs> but that's why 
we can appreciate biologists so much more is because everything that we know about these animals is because of people who did the opposite, who went into their habitats and learned about them. Right. If nobody did that, we'd all see a bear and just be like, oh my god, it's a big dog, you can cut it, give it a bone, and then we'd all die. So like, right. it's a good thing that we have these people that are doing this work. She is but better than most me. of the time, men that mm-hmm. do this work. So it's impressive that mm-hmm. she was out there doing this. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Glad you pointed that out initially because she only gets more badass through the story. Let me tell you. Ooh. Okay, girl. So let's go ahead. But I just wanted to point that out. I was like, whoa, who's who, who's following bears? <laughs> Name that person. Astute observation for sure. So she does. She lands this job. She only has it for two weeks at this point. We're now in May of 2018. And she is going out about two miles into the backcountry of Montana, into this area of the northwest section of the state called Cabinet Mountains. And this is home to about 50 grizzly bears and an untold number of black bears that frequent the area as well. So her job at this point, she parks her little work vehicle, she climbs two miles back into the thick where she knows the bears are, and she's going to the trees that the bears are like rubbing up and scenting on, and she's gathering fur samples and oil samples, she's gathering feces, she's going to the streams, Mm. and she's gathering water samples, so she's like probably by herself in bear country. Yeah, she's not playing. She's a survivor. Damn. She might as well be pawing fish out of the water. She's like in there. Like she's... In bear country. Don't let her want to hunt you because she will track you down. Damn. (laughs) She's like an Apache Native American. She's out there smelling the soil, Mm -mm. sniffing, looking to the west. Mm-mm. Licking her finger and putting it in the air to the Right. The but no, the she's licking the dirt. The fingers for the rookies. She she tastes the dirt. They was here at five in the morning. <laughs> he had potatoes for dinner. She can tell soil. that. <laughs> she can tell that from your footprints. Mm-mm. So she is, I mean, not too far from that, but she is essentially, you know, doing that. But she's also prepared, though, because this is her job, working around grizzly bears. She's going into areas where they frequent, and this is an area where, you know, bears have predated people before, uh, you know, for food purposes. And it's not like in Alaska where they're all fat and happy and, you know, interactions are minimal. This is still an area where people die in Montana from bears. Mm. Not super frequently, but it happens. So she's doing everything right. She's got a whistle. She's clapping. She's walking through the area, being very, very loud to let all the bears in the area know, you know, to bugger off. And she finds this little stream, and she's going to get a sample of this water so she can take it back to her lab and whatever. And her back is turned, and she's, like, you know, kind of crouching down, scooping up this water. And right as she stands, she just happens to startle a grizzly bear that was about 12 feet away. And the bear attacks her before she can even stand up. Mm-hmm. So he gets her from the, like, hits her from the back. They both go topple to the ground. They're kind of, you know, doing, like, a little grappling thing back and forth. And then the bear bites down on her head and her shoulder. Oh. And, yeah. So she's on the ground with this bear on top of her. She somehow manages to get her free arm out to her bear spray, which is an homage to how important bear spray is if you're doing this job. Mm-hmm. Sprays the bear once, and the bear leaves. But in the process, because the bear was on her head, she sprayed herself in the face. Oh. Super, super potent bear spray. So the bear is gone, but now she's got this problem she can't see. Because her eyes are coated So the bear, bear spray, spray has the same effect as, like, maize, basically? It's like super power uh, way, pepper way spray. Way, way stronger. Oh, yeah. hell no. Super power oils are, like, 20 times the strength. So it is, like... Mace on steroids. Oh, hell no. Imagine not being blind, but you're throwing up and snotting. Yeah, I'm not sure if she's screaming. I would imagine at one point she was audible, but 
But she, you know, gets the bear off of her. I don't even know at what point she noticed the bear was gone because she was probably blinded momentarily. But she actually picks herself up, crawls to the stream, and starts flushing her eyes out with water right. while still in the attack site. Mm. The badass bitch number two that she fought off a bear. Being and bitten in the head. Right. Mm-hmm. She's also, we're past badass bitch now. She's Rambo now. Now she's Rambo. <laughs> Bad bitch has been gone. Biting the head on the shoulder and then going over and splash water on your face, you military yeah, grade. Yeah, because I would be dead right then and no, there. No, you are military grade. You would because you're average. You're not her. <laughs> <laughs> she lives through this. Thank you, David. <laughs> Be there, David. See? <laughs> I stand by my statement. Uh-uh, hell no. See, David David, David trying to uh, be my new co-host. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Buddha trying to get fired right now. Oh. <laughs> Keep getting on my good side, David. she's got all these lacerations across her face and her head is punctured like her skull mm. and what she didn't know at the time is her skull is actually fractured in more than one place mm. she doesn't know that she just she didn't have time for that she's a warrior. she didn't have time for that Mm-mm. but again remember she's two miles in the back country away from her car so she Shit. does what she what is she gonna do sit there and wait for help nope she activates the emergency feature on her satellite phone which you know notifies authorities for help and then she treks the two miles back through the bear. Like, she treks it back. Vehicle. She tracks the, wow. With a shotgun. Whoa. No, this is the, the woman that keeps she us alive. The car. What? <laughs> she doesn't track the bear. She goes to her car. Yeah, she's uh, yeah but, but she has a shotgun going back to her car is what I'm saying. She, oh, I see. <laughs> she is the cover of, of, what's the zombie thing that we've been watching? Oh, Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Walk behind her is what I'm telling you in Walking Dead. You think zombies going to attack this bitch? No. You think that's going to happen? Not today. <laughs> a woman that got bit by a bear? Shit, fuck it. You talking about a hundred zombies? Yeah, fucking right. Oh she is God. that one. And we doing it just to go to the car. This isn't an amazing trick. She did. She had a shotgun with a crush skull going back to her car. Damn, she wasn't playing. I've never heard this before. Warrior. So this is like... This is like Carol from The Walking Dead, right? Oh. She's exactly that. Yeah. They they actually lied and depicted her from her life. She has some royalties coming. She gets, every time you guys see that scene, she gets 55 cents. Damn. She's that real person. Shit. Every time someone buys a shield, she gets a royalty. That was her life. Like, you know Spartan 300? This is Sparta! She was standing right back there. If you look, at Leonidas on the left side of his shoulder. It was her standing right there. <laughs> like, she ain't scared. Mm-mm. Hell no. So she's clearly bleeding, right? And as she's walking back, Profusely. not realizing she has a fractured skull or what have you. Oh, yeah, no. She's, she's bleeding, and she's got all kinds of nasty holes in her face and mm-hmm. she makes it back to her car and then someone also called 911 at some point probably when she made it back to her vehicle 
Um, but at any rate, she's actually flown to Kalispell Regional Medical Center. Um, it sounded like by way of a helicopter. So they got her there. Look at these split. They're not wasting any time. And she gets there and immediately goes into a four-hour surgery that focuses on removing bone fragments and cleaning wounds that were, like, in her brain. Oh. So the bear bit through her skull. Oh, in my her brain. God. My head hurts just thinking about this. Girl. Just thinking about it. And then they focus on putting her skull back together with a bunch of plates and screws and everything. So... Luckily, she had some really bomb family who started a GoFundMe for her. It raised like $30-something thousand, so I'm sure that definitely helped towards her medical bills. Mm-hmm. Um, they did go out and look for the bear, and they didn't find it. And, and they were like basically summing this up as to being that she startled the bear, being as how it wasn't obviously. Um, it was like the bear spray took care of getting it off of her, and it didn't really sit there and try to predate her. It just kind of like, you know, attacked, which is what they do when they're scared. Um, grizzlies especially, they, they will be really really harsh trying to extinguish the threat mm-hmm. and that's why they, they tell do. you with a with a grizzly bear if you play dead it's usually they'll leave you alone once they're satisfied that they've extinguished the threat they'll move on yeah. so she did what she was supposed to with being calm and rational but she definitely did good by getting the bear spray out so yeah carry bear spray folks <laughs> yeah they did end up finding the bear actually a few weeks later the same bear got trapped in a residential area while it was like trying to scavenge for food mm-hmm. and they did a dna test and, and the dna came back as the same bear that had attacked her oh so okay that's what that was what my question was so so yeah. her dna was still in that bear that's how they knew the the fact that the bear hit like had bitten her and they were able to collect dna from the bites and mm-hmm. then later caught the bear and tested its dna and they like were able to prove that it was the same bear oh. but luckily which this doesn't happen often because a lot of times that'll be considered a strike against a bear they didn't count what had happened against her as a strike they okay. only counted the first strike as the bear <clears throat> trying to get into the, the food area so they took it back out in the cabinet mountains dropped it back out there and they're basically as, as long as it stays out there away from people no problem, but if it does make its way back into human territories or has any other encounters with people, they are going to euthanize it. Okay, so, so they only get two strikes, they don't get three? No, so grizzly bears, unless it's a predatory, mm. they get two strikes. Oh, damn. Yeah, they don't typically get a third chance. Well, you think he should get three strikes, or how many strikes? Uh, it's, it's, he he doesn't have strikes. What, the bear? <laughs> He's what? a bear. <laughs> Well, that, well, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't know baseball. He don't get no. Thank <laughs> you, thank you. <laughs> oh, that's right, because you put it back just, up. Like, okay, this is a strike. No, <laughs> even if it, 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 I know we feel personally, but we're so dominant on this planet. Yeah, and we're so pushing oh, yeah. them out of their own environment. Right. That mm, I, I will say that we will have a like gun line where we will bring you in with darts. Mm-hmm. But I feel like. Human, we're getting past that evolutionary level. We're going yeah. to the next level with our evolutionary path, where the animal doesn't get strikes. He doesn't. He that's what he's supposed to do. You're in his turf. You're attacking. Of course, he's. You know, I wouldn't say you're attacking. You're in his turf. You're rustling leaves. You're mm-hmm. shaking trees. You don't know that though. You yeah. Because you know you haven't studied that, and we should do that as respect to them. We should start learning what mm. is proper etiquette. For the bears. Mm-hmm. But you're doing all this aggressive movement to make him come over there. Yeah. 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 Well, those so, type of encounters where bears out people, those are usually dealt with a little differently because they've they found through research, it's not like it's passed down necessarily, but if a bear has problem behaviors towards humans, like they display predatory behaviors or stalking or seeking people out for food, 
those they can kind of teach their cubs that those same tendencies. Mm. So that's why they try to remove those bears from the gene pool, so they're not procreating bears that are comfortable around people. Best science and a lot of the like people's fault because we're all, we're the ones that are like encouraging this and feeding them when we see them and like leaving mm. our garbage in accessible areas. So it's hundred percent a human created problem. Mm-hmm. But they that's how they kind of determine whether or not to remove a bear from that gene pool is if it's like if this bear never comes back again because it's considered that this whole experience of being trapped and released is too stressful and it's like afraid of people now, that bear will live a long happy life or oh. as long as it's meant to in the wild. But as if it comes back again, happy. then that bear mm. obviously did not learn anything through that whole process. So oh. it is a, it's a it's a give and take, but I agree with what you're saying. Damn, so what was this lady's name? Her name was Amber um, Cornet, K O R N E K. We are cyborgs. Because we got to remember her name. We are the Borg. <laughs> Humanity's the Borg. If you attack us, we'll kill your ass. But as long as you kill everything else but us, fine. Yeah. yeah. So, so she, uh, so she's gonna like, she basically lived through this and she doesn't have any like long term problems. So I couldn't see if she was still in ba- involved in um, bear advocacy. Like I didn't say anything about her either ending or co- continuing her career. But I'd be inclined to believe she continued because she didn't blame the bear at all. She did not want any negative repercussions happening to right. the bear. She mm-hmm. retold the incident and very like it's hard to say it's her fault when she was doing everything right. But you don't get within twelve feet of a bear by surprise by making all this racket and stuff. So she probably got lax. She was two miles in. She hadn't seen a bear. She probably started doing it lesser and that's probably when it happened so right just, you can't ever let your guard down you got to have your bear spray in your hand at all times if you're in bear country because the mm-hmm. second you put that on your holster and turn around you're a prey item oh well that this is good knowledge you know for people to know because i know like i don't personally go camping but i know like buddha likes to go camping a lot of our listeners like to go camping i've never been camping before and this is why <laughs> yeah no as, as a person that does <laughs> camp you have to kind of distinguish to the wild mm-hmm. what you are. Yeah. So if you walk around kind of like prey, I mean deer, you know, raccoons, yeah. rabbits, they walk around as quietly as possible mm-hmm. because they're afraid. This is when we some of the this, the this the stench of fear. Oh yeah, we just <laughs> talked about the stench of fear. It's, it's not so much of the the smell is what I was saying. It's 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 your actions. Is if you are the one that can romp around, act like it. Mm-hmm. Because the animals will know. Yeah. They mm-hmm. know you smell of dove soap. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and society. So go, don't walk around being, uh, if you walk around nervous and afraid, they are then nervous. If you stop doing the things that is setting off their noise sensors, as she even said that it might have happened. They are the ones that's like, well, then you're in the same realm that I am. Mm -hmm. And then your interaction is going to be way closer than you want it to be. Yeah. Oh, hell no. Very good point. Every time I hear... it's important, too. Mm -hmm. I just want to make it important for anyone listening. This, All this information, this applies to grizzly bears. Black bears behave very, very differently. So how you want to act with them is very much different than this. But everything as far as playing dead, you want to do that with a black, with a grizzly bear. You don't want to do that with a black bear. Just to make that too clear right now, because that's a good way to die if you play dead for a black bear. Oh, thank you for that. That's yeah. We gotta gotta stare at the bear and know what color he is. Mm -hmm. This is racist. (laughs) Well, in your area, you have both, so it is 
it's harder for you, but for areas Of course, like, in my you know, area, like I have both black and brown. <laughs> of course, in my area. <laughs> no, this is There's wrong. all type of black and brown bears up and up down the streets. <laughs> I got a place. Do I play dead? Do I not? Do I be aggressive? <laughs> Damn you, bear. I don't know. It's your color difference. Oh, hell, I just stay the fuck out the woods. That's what I do. You ain't gonna catch me in no woods, cause all these stories, every story you ever talk talk about is in the fucking woods. I think every or right, girl. We all what? Call, the you know what the woods is? What is the uncut grass outside your city? <laughs> That's all the woods is. Hell no. The woods is the world. No, what? No. Mm-mm. Yes. The whole world is technically the woods. If you have five or more trees gathered, it's not Jesus that's there. It's the woods. (laughs) 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 Hell no. That's the world, girl. You've been living too much in concrete. That's not natural. (laughs) That doesn't come from nothing. we, We take it from the earth. And then we build it up, but that's not how the earth be building things. Mm-mm. The woods is the world. Well, I'll just stay where I've been staying at then, because I don't you, barely see no... You civilized. <laughs> you need to play some Red Dead Redemption. That's what you need to do. Mm-mm. Do you guys go camping? I think I've seen some pictures of you camping. Do, do you go camping, David? Do you guys go camping? Hell no, I don't go camping. No. You guys are in heaven. Right. right, that's what I said. Not, I used to go camping as a kid with my, my folks. I would go camping, but I'm more of a... I need my electronics, man. I can't be outside. Right. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I can't plug shit in anywhere. There's no outlet. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> you and Nisha, girl. You and Nisha. Right. But Amanda, you be looking real good out there camping. You be on your little like canoe and all that. You be looking good. Sexy camping? I gotta look at these I pictures. Yeah, Amanda be looking good. She be having her dogs and stuff. And Amanda, the don't be making me look at your camping pictures now, girl. They, my dogs go with me. It's, it's a good time. Mind yeah. you, I haven't gone in a while because of life, but no, camping is great and it's... I, these bear encounters are so infrequent that they shouldn't stop anyone from wanting to go out there. Like, even if you're in bear country, the chances of you coming across a bear are so incredibly slim. It's just important to be prepared for when that does happen because you never know. Mm-hmm. I'm always scared of bears and mountain lions, too. I don't want to see that. Oh, mountain lions are a different story. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. No, have a gun. Duh. I believe in guns. <laughs> for but real. I'm okay. telling you now, Nisha. I believe in the times of Mad Max. How you gonna survive? You gonna look at me like I'm Jesus? I will be your own personal because I will know all the survival stuff without this electronics, and you won't know nothing. You won't even know how to make a fire. I can take care of myself. Thank you very you much. You keep saying that. You keep saying that. But then when you don't know how to make fire and you don't kill no animals because it doesn't be processed, who's gonna do the hunting? Hmm. I will eat off the trees. Really, the trees. The trees. Go, the, go. Go with the berries. That's gonna be the next adventure for our next show. We'll go find trees that Nisha can eat off of. <laughs> we'll just walk down the street and find trees. Whatever. Because anyway. that's how you think it works. We'll just eat leaves. That's how you'll live. Yeah, I go, sure will. Yeah, you think so? I will season my shit up and grill it. You regular leaves. Regular leaves. Regular I will season oak my leaves. <laughs> Girl, even I think even oak leaves are poisonous to people. Oh my god! Yes, you can't just eat leaves. The little leaves that's outside. Of- 
You, right, that was what I was gonna say. The little leaves that's outside our house. I don't think that's poisonous. I don't think. Yeah, they're not digestible by your system. Oh. They're not poisonous, but you can't digest it. Mm. Well, what are we gonna do? Well, I don't know. What I'm gonna do is survive, and I'll show you how to hunt. I don't need but, help but from you're you. Gonna do, I do not need your help. Okay, girl. When the end of the world comes, I will be Mad Max. I will be that black guy that won't tell. I will be that guy that won't tell you my name as I'm driving a big ass diesel. You'll be that one armed woman that's just hella mean. Whatever. And I will show your ass. This is how the world you goes. Just go find a Costco and a gun. You'll be fine, girl. <laughs> right. I'm no, but the coldest part is people like me will already take over the Costco because we know the survival part. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's what I. Would, that's the first thing I would do is go find a whole lot of food. Have you ever played like uh, Borders with No Lands? That video game is kind of like that apocalypse situation where it's not really zombies; it's just people with another part of the society. Oh, those gas stations and all that go over and get sniped out by a person that's over a hundred feet away because he's camped out at the gas station. You better learn how to survive, girl. I wouldn't make it. I know that. I would not make it. Amanda, would you make it? Oh yes. Yeah, uh... I don't know, because it's really dependent. Like, you know, skill and everything is helpful. But resources and where you are. I'm in, like, the fucking hot pocket of America. I, I'm getting... I'm gonna die, like, on day one. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I've watched Survivor. I think I'd at least have 30 days. Mm-mm. That'd well, be longer than you. What are you talking about, though? You said who? What kind of apocalypse are we talking about? Because it's going to vary based on what, what the... I mean, what if it's like Fallout where it's nuclear? And She's smart for that. by being in a bunker. I oh, was yeah. thinking of an MP blast. Mm. Where all electronics wipe out. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'd be fine with electronics. I got all kinds of survival gear. See? Mm. See? She has all types of survival gear. Even she's ready. Water purifying tablets and... I'm moving to your house, girl. I'm not even gonna lie. Like the laws of, of relationships and marriage would even matter. I'd be like, this is the new life. <laughs> I'm gonna be like Moses. I start my life from here. Connect our electronics and solar panels. That would be Yeah. Oh, and they seem like the geniuses. They'd be the geniuses having the solar panels and all that survival filter stuff. And all you people that's been doing this process stuff will be the ones that's just living out there. Mm mm. And I'd be married to her. I'd be married to her like Mr. Burns. I'd be just sitting beside, be like solar panel. <laughs> I'd sell it back to you. <laughs> oh my god! Well, man, that story was so good. Yeah, I thought it was relevant considering you know got a nice strong woman here who just finished completing a huge career move. So I thought it was appropriate. Oh, and she survived too, man. She survived. She did. She overcame the odds and came out on top. Yes, awesome. she did. She really did. I love to hear that. Thank you for bringing that because that was like a woman's empowerment, and she survived. So I'm happy she survived. Actually, the, the, yeah. it wasn't about death, and it still made me feel good. Did do it. I know. It was. No one died, which is so weird for us. But <laughs> Lisa is an empowered woman. Let me tell you, she barely ever lets me even help her open a jar of jelly. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> Cause I'm like I don't need nobody. Like, get away from me, you man! Yeah, I get like, mad. Oh God, like girl. if you see me struggling to open something, do not ask me. Do I need help? Because I'll get it eventually. Because the, the big contrast is I was born in the South, 
So I was taught like, hey, a man, if you see a woman needs to help change her tire, you go help her. And she's yeah. just, she's the one right. hissing at me like, ah! Yeah, I'm like, what the what? fuck? <laughs> it makes me mad because I'm like, so why do you think that you can help me? Are you trying to say I'm weak? I never said that. I never said, and I'm saying it now. Never said that. <laughs> you were strong, beautiful, and great. <laughs> I'm just trying to help. So, David, I can't wait to hear your story now. Now we're about to do a little bit of murder and paranormal. Yeah, so this story I'm about to tell, it's uh, basically kind of what propelled me into the paranormal. And it's it's kind of weird. I have questions for you guys during the story for each one of you. And it's about um, basically the Exorcist movie. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, I love that movie. I haven't seen the new one yet. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. But this movie I saw when I was eight years old by myself in the dark, Mm. and yeah, it was released uh, 1973. I saw it in 1980 when I was eight years old, and my parents had to be out. I was there by myself, and uh, so I watched it. And this movie, it it really terrified me as a kid. Uh, It's the story that uh, kind of intensified my fear of the devil because, you know, I was a Catholic growing up, so that they pushed that, the devil is the devil. And it opened up the idea of demons and the paranormal big time. Mm-hmm. Now, The Exorcist was based on real-life cases. Did you mm-hmm. guys know that? Mm-hmm. Yes. No, I didn't know that. I don't think I knew that. I knew that. Mm-hmm. There are two cases in particular. The first one was a 1949 case where uh, Father William Bodern performed a series of exorcism on a 14-year-old boy from Cottage City, Maryland. Mm. The young boy's name was Robbie, and he grew up in the Lutheran family, and he had an obsession with uh, the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. His aunt, Harriet, and she was a spiritualist, introduced him to one, and it wasn't long after she died that strange happenings began to uh, basically take over the house that this boy lived in with his family. And so there was like strange noises, there's objects flying around, and he would levitate. Mm. There's even a case where he oh, was walking shit. on the wall. Oh my gosh, that's scary. So there's, I mean, act- there's a case. There's, so there's actual. They have written documents. That's what I was going to ask. So there's yeah. written documents that somebody was actually levitating, like for real, for real? For real, for real. It Damn. happened. Well, I can't say that it actually happened. I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. This is just from, uh, and it was a case that uh, the, the writer uh, basically he heard about while he was in, in college. So he saw that. That was one. Um, the guttural voices, uh, the fear of the holy items, the, the violence that was displayed by Reagan and the Blair in the movie. Mm-hmm. All that was inspired from the descriptions of Robbie's possession. Mm. So I have a question for Nisha. Yeah. If you were the person performing the exorcism on young Robbie mm-hmm. and you saw him crawling up on the side of the wall, going mm-hmm. up the ceiling, what would you do? I'm done. I'm out of there. I'm done. At that point, I'm done because I was like, I think a part of me as I'm doing the exorcism, I don't know if I have experience or I've done this before, but if I've never seen that before and I like, I'm just, I'm going to be so flabbergasted. I'm going to be gone. I got to be gone. Exorcism. 
Yeah, so I gotta be gone. I can't stay there if you're crawling up the wall. As you being the best level exorcist, you're just gonna run out. I, okay, I'm supposed to be the best level. You're so, supposed to be the best level. They called you first. Well, I mean, but is this my first time seeing this though? I mean, you must have been a rookie in it. <laughs> for me, I'm just, I'm just thinking about it. For me, I gotta go because crawling up walls and ceilings. Because I don't know what you're about to do. What else am I supposed to do here? Uh, yeah. Once it starts breaking the laws of physics, I'm out. I right. Can't deal with that stuff. Right. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Your brain doesn't know where to go except out the door. You know, and oh, that, that that makes sense because I don't even think I could be an exorcist for that reason because I don't know like what I'm what's about to happen. Girl, right. I'd be a I couldn't be an exorcist, but it would be a whole different reason. Why? Why couldn't you be an exorcist? Because I ain't shit. But he didn't ask me. Okay. So okay. Feel free. Feel free. I'm just saying I, I would draw crosses on my my bullets and I'd shoot your goddamn child in the face and said Jesus told me to. That's what I'd do if you want me to be real. So when he started crawling up the wall, you would just shoot him? I'd bust him in the face. And then spray holy water on myself. Not on anybody else, because I don't want any of his demon debris to get on me. I'd say that water for myself. And I would say, Jesus told me, this is how you cleanse. You don't know. You ain't in the priesthood like I am. You don't got the ranks. So you got to keep going up there to find out if I'm lying or not. I pop him two times with crosses on the bullet. I pull a bullet out and show you the bullet, the cross on the bullet. Be like, see? And it says, blessed by Jesus. I am the person who's this conduit. I know what it is. Blessed by Jesus. Pop him in the face. I'm not about to do this. Holy water on me. Jesus saved my soul and leave. So why wouldn't you just leave instead of just shooting his ass? Because I don't want him coming after me neither. I don't want <laughs> to happen when he crawling on walls. He can go through these walls. He can teleport to other places. No, this is this is now. This has to happen. You called me. This is what you get. You, it, I, you know what I did? I ended the problem. He ain't going to crawl on nobody walls after this. <laughs> <laughs> Give him three four to the head. And say it is Jesus, and then walk out. I'm gonna bless myself with the water. I, there's only so much holy water you can carry in the, in the tank, too. I need to make sure that all that gets wet on my body, so I wash that shit the fuck off. That was some demon real stuff, right? I need to know that I didn't get none of that on me and my children, because obviously it's your children. That's the other part <laughs> why I was doing it. It's your life that got this shit happening. Don't bring that to my life. <laughs> That's the real reason why I'm washing myself. I'm washing myself of your ass. You also polluted too. <laughs> you didn't just have this demon baby out of nowhere. These motherfuckers, you got a little bit of demon in your ass too. Gotta wash that shit off me. All y'all motherfuckers, you all demonized. So let's not bring that to my household. Wash y'all motherfuckers off me. After I shoot your child in the head. <laughs> And then I would be blessed. <laughs> I would walk off and be blessed. <laughs> that's the preacher I be. So that's why I'm glad he didn't ask me. <laughs> I'm glad too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Listen, listen to this one, Buddha, because this is this next question is for you. Oh, you, know you don't want Buddha. I knew that story. I knew the story was based on that particular case. I didn't know it was also based on this particular case. It's 
a case on Loudon possession of 1634. This is in France. Mm -hmm. uh, it's Ooh, a strange what? case where... Huh? Nothing. Girl. What's that? Oh, a strange case where a group of nuns claim possession uh, after having illicit dreams about an attractive priest named Urbane Grandier. Mm. This is like the most scandalous episode of demonic possession in France in the 17th century. Okay. The allegation was very clear. Grandier made a pact with the devil. This is what they're claiming, right? And sexually assaulted several nuns. Oh my god, I have a question. Just I'm sorry to interject. Yeah, go for it. No, so, no, go for it. Was this this was, was on American Horror Story, right? Did they make a story out of this too cuz that sounds like season like 2 or something. Was that based on oh, this? Kim Kardashian yeah. season. She was no, that that, that was season uh, 13. Okay. Do you know if I'm it, not real sure. Yeah, cuz I was watching I watched American Horror Story and I think it's season 2 or 3 that they're in a nun house. And the dude, it was kind of like the same thing. I forgot what he made a deal with the devil for, but he was having an affair with the nuns too. So I was like, because you know, American Horror was, Story. I was watching the, no, the, I think, I think two, the season, season two, two was what's her name that didn't believe that black people could be in power. And she was like, lies. Okay, then it was season three then. Yeah, it was the one with, uh, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm not sure, it could be because they use a lot of historical, you know, stories in their, in their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'm excited because I love American Horror Stories. So I'm like, yes. You'd be surprised how much these horror stories. It's, it's truth, though, yeah. what people believe. Mm -hmm. but yeah, this is an old story. Yeah. So it's it could go either way. The way I saw it, the way I was seeing it, this poor guy, I don't think he knew what was going on. Mm. I don't think he did any of these things. This is what I think. But the story goes on. It was made known that... Um, that these ladies and nuns were also visited by the devil himself, and on many occasions they were being possessed by him. Mm. This is what they were. So exorcisms were performed on the nuns, uh, where they would scream penis. blasphemies, they would bark like dogs, and they would perform obscene contortions, which were very much like Reagan in The Exorcist. So that's where he got those ideas. So at some point, these uh, became public exorcisms and they were performed like for a group of people like outside so um, mm. it became something of a tourist attraction oh. and this caused a growing hysteria in the community so several quote-unquote witches were tortured along with Grandier himself who was eventually burned at the stake in August of 1964 now what's interesting about this is most of the nuns did not want him to get burned. I think they felt guilty for what was going on, and well, they burned his ass. Damn. So, question for Buddha, badass. If you didn't do anything wrong here, Buddha, with these nuns, which I know you would have, <laughs> they were all up in your business because they wanted to be with you. What would you do in this situation? Kind of confused on the question. So. Would I have sex with nuns? <laughs> is that the question? Is if a nun was willing to have sex with me, would I have sex with her? No, no. You're a priest, right? You're, you're a very handsome priest, and all these nuns are very attracted to you, and they're like coming at you, they're trying to make advances, but then you're like, no, nah, I'm, I'm a priest. And so they start pulling this bullshit about, oh, you know, he's possessing us, and he's we're having dreams about him. It's it's a and so they're they're basically lying. 
Mm-hmm. What would you do in this situation? Because this man himself tried to perform exorcism on, on them, but it didn't work. Oh. Wow. Damn, so it's kind of like a sexual harassment. You didn't want to do it, so they're just going to lie on your ass. I'd have been fucking them. Yes. I'm not going to lie. I'd have, I'd have solved the Catch-22, <laughs> and I guess I'd just be trapped in fucking some nuns. <laughs> like, oh, so if I don't go to jail, I have sex with you? I guess that's what's going to happen. <laughs> No. <laughs> this horrible situation. Right there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I, w- I will say that it does d- definitely depend. Because I do have, Buddha does have standards. I And I, I love to make love with the lights on. <laughs> I like to see what's happening. I'm nasty. I like to see. That's one of the reasons why I think women are so beautiful. That's one of the reasons why I am heterosexual. I like to see women. All that bouncing and loving and jiggling and nasty. I, that's what y'all, would everybody turn the lights off? That's what I look at. I love that juicy. I love kissing in the mouth. So if you look like one of the women from Golden Girls, <laughs> we might just have to burn in hell. We might just have to burn in hell. I mean, it's, it's not just jiggling. Now you got flaps. Like now we're doing something that I don't know if I want to see. Right now, you're doing something I don't know if I want to see. Now, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Like, I got standards, I got standards. Don't everybody get Buddha? It sounds like you do, but you don't. Buddha got standards, <laughs> and I like it to be do- girl. That's all I'm saying. Some of you nuns, you wouldn't be able to give me what I want. Like, once you take off them robes, what you're working with, girl, is Jesus loving this? <laughs> Because you got to understand, if Jesus don't love it, then Buddha can't love it. Jesus wants the lights on. I know that. You know what I'm saying? He, wants, he is the light. He is the way, the truth, and the light, girl. We got to shine that light on you. Oh, my God. And if the light doesn't purify my eyes, I can't sit here and give you that prize. Damn. I turn it to Don King on their ass. Everything I say just rhymes for no reason. <laughs> Apparently, in the spiritual world, and if you ever think about it, in the spiritual world, in the mythical world, every spell has to rhyme. You ever see somebody curse somebody and don't rhyme? No. Right? So that's what it has yeah. to do. You have to rhyme to make it work. You have to convert these nuns and start rhyming on their asses. Hell no. They'll be like, either you're Frodo or you're the second coming of Jesus. It's the two things that they're going to believe. <laughs> I would consider any time you're having sex with a nun is a threesome. Because I imagine if Jesus walks with him, he probably lays down with him too. There you go. Oh yeah, huh? Well, I'm a religious person. Jesus was watching me my whole life. He's better. He knows. He knows. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to change for nobody, bruh like, I've been feeling like, like there's a spy camera on me because I grew up in the house of Christianity. So when y'all talk about, oh, the government's watching, I'm like, bitch, Jesus been watching. So Mm-mm. I'm not going to start changing my life now. I'm not going to be I a like different story. person. If I'm a burning hell, then burning hell for who I am. Mm-mm. You decide you want to turn a camera on, good. Get it in HD. Jesus been watching. He's decided, so, like, yeah, look at the jiggle on that. Damn. Right? <laughs> According to the last time I prayed, Jesus would be like, Buddha, you look good. Like, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you, my child. Like, Jesus, I love clear, you, Daddy. You're, to be clear, you're having sex with the nuns, right? 
the fly ones. I'm not having sex with all okay. the nuns. I'm okay. having sex with so some nuns. nuns. <laughs> he would put that to rest, and then he would never, eventually you would not get burned. So I think that's a good answer. Yes, I don't, I don't, I don't think that no one should go life without sex, even nuns. I don't, I don't get that one. Yeah. But that's a whole different. I don't subject. agree with that either. I don't think that's that's what caused the problem with the in, in uh, you know the Catholic priests and children. And all. I think that's what's part of the problem. They just need to yes. get married and do all that whatever. Mm-hmm. They need to do. That's crazy. We were chambers for vaginas. Yeah, we was just talking about that, how priests are not allowed to get married. And I was like, but I don't, I don't, why? Like, you're supposed to be married to Jesus and stuff. But damn, their whole life, they can't get married, have no kids, nothing. I mean, imagine if anyone else, if you, anybody, name that person who they tell you, you can't have sex with nothing ever in your life. For the rest of your life. And you don't become a pervert. <laughs> I mean. You'd be happy to see somebody ankles. Damn. <laughs> 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 Like, get out of here. You made them a pervert, is what we was talking about earlier. You made <laughs> priests perverts. But tell them you they can't do nothing. People choose that life. They actually say, I want to be that. I want to do that. Yeah, but somebody that's wrote that book. That's not, I don't think that's what God wrote down. I really yeah. don't think God wrote down that you can't do nothing with nobody. And that's what's going to help the world. You know how bitter you are? Do you know, I used to play football, and I was, I was, I was, went all the way to the college level and was trying to go to the NFL. The number one thing they said that makes you a better, aggressive football player is the lack of sex. The less you have sex, the more that person's going to hurt you. Damn. Say how sex really makes the world go around, huh? Pacify. <laughs> Girl. There's been people that you have stress syndrome things, ulcers and all that. If you Sex cures that. My stepfather is one of the things that does. He's a person that had ulcers of stress in life. And they told him he, the doctors, actual doctors said that he needs more sex in his life. Mm. Something to relieve his stress. Damn. Lack of sex yeah. can kill I- you. The idea, I get the idea. They want people to be pure. I get that. I understand what they're trying to do. But it's not going to work over time. I mean, you know, these people need it. They're human too. You talking about 60 years. Needed my ass. And what if they live to be 80? You got in the priesthood at 15, and now your ass is 65. Mm-mm. That's a long ass time to never have dipped into nothing. That's crazy. So you get a pervert thought. You'd be happy if somebody flexed, if they cracked their knuckles. You're like, oh, you nasty, ain't you? <laughs> you just do all type of fornication with your body. You flexible. He's looking <laughs> at you with just pervious. He ain't never had it. Oh, my God. Hell no. All right, so getting back to the exorcist, do you guys remember Linda Blair when she would when she was possessed and she would start talking that guttural voice that was kind of paired with hers. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, I remember that. That used to, that part used to freak me the hell out. Mm. Well, check this out. So the, the demon that was possessing her was named Azuzu. And that was, uh, the voice that Leonard Blair's demon was none other than Mercedes McCambridge an Oscar winner. Uh, for the 1950 movie All the King's Men. So, <clears throat> she oh, went to extremes to get the guttural sounds for this. Uh, as she said, uh, this is a quote from her, I'm Catholic, 
Uh, I was also an AA, and I smoked for many years. I have two friends who are priests. I'll need their advice and counsel at, uh, at all times. To get the sound you want, I have to drink bourbon, smoke, and do other things I have not done to my body for years. It's not just the sound. You want me to find my inner demon. I'll have to unleash things in myself that I've kept hidden for years. So during the shooting, she would drink Jack Daniels. She would smoke cigarettes. And she would consume 18 raw eggs in a Colby apple. What? Yeah, that's right. Yep. No, what? I don't know why. In a Colby apple. Don't ask me what that is. I don't know. Mm-mm. But there'd be okay. a hollowed out apple. Maybe she had many apples. I'm not sure. No, those are rotten. Oh, I think. Well, Buddha said it might be. Yeah, because if it, when apples and fruit get rotten, they get that pulpy. That's the only thing I could think of. Mm-hmm. That's hella nasty. Okay, that made it worse for me. I don't know. Her lifelong bronchitis didn't hurt either. Oh. The chambers also had her arms and legs bound to a chair, uh, requesting the bonds to be tighter anytime Reagan was meant to be suffering. She would work 10 hour days, uh, usually one or two hours at a time and required a break with her priest for comfort and to read scripture. And she also had a hotel right by the studio, uh, because she would be so exhausted and she couldn't drive all the way home. So she was a dedicated artist and she died in 2004, by the way. Uh, but she also did have one horrific and remarkable tragedy. And here's the true crime part. She married in 1939 to a man named William Fifield. They had a son named John Lawrence Fifield in 1941. Mercedes, Mercedes would divorce William Fifield after six years. And then in 1950, she married Fletcher Markle. Uh, her son John would change his name, his last name, to, to John Markle after his stepdad. The marriage lasted 12 years. Said to be a brilliant person, John earned his master's, this is the son, by the way, from UCLA in 1968, and he married Christina Mull in July of that year. He mm. continued his studies, earning him a PhD in 1973. And he moved his family, now with two daughters, to Little Rock, where he became the first vice president within eight months. And that's like, that had never happened before. First vice president within what? Within eight months of getting hired. Oh, that's Yeah. 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 He rose up the ranks. And it's these friends called him a devoted family man, although they noted that the family was very private. So here's where everything goes kind of nuts. In 1987, Markle was put on medical leave early in October while the accounts he managed were being reviewed. Something happened and they discovered, I guess, something. So that investigation led to the discovery of an extensive embezzlement scheme involving accounts belonging to his mother. And it's really important to point out that she had no idea. Mercedes had no idea this was going on. Uh, this resulted in Markle being fired in November of 13th, 1987. Mm. John Markle reached out to his mother who said she would help him because if she said that she allowed these things to happen, blah, 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 she would be all right. He would be all right. He would not, you know, because he would have the backing and then he can prove that these things that he was doing, 
he did with her uh, permission, which he did not do. So he's asking her to lie, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> she said she would help him, and then she abruptly changed her mind and said that he owed that money back, which was over six hundred thousand dollars. Uh, she trusted him. Yeah, 600K. Whoa. I think she said she was backing him until she found out. Yeah. Huh. You're seeing that money. Yeah, so that money was gone. So John felt that if she went along with it, he he probably would have made it jail time. So, question for Amanda You are Mercedes. You're a gifted actress. You're an Academy Award winner. Would you have helped your son or would you let him go to prison? Oh. oh shit I don't know cause it's like I feel like I'm saying let him go to prison but I feel like if I was actually a mom and had all those stupid mom hormones that bond you to your kid that I'd probably want to help him but from a childless perspective of where I am now I'd send that bitch to prison How are you? yeah you're not supposed to ask a woman her age you're the- so right never mind <laughs> <laughs> Huh. What do you guys think about that? Oh my god, I'm trying to. I think for me, I don't know. I know like the mother that I am. So and I, Buddha and I have talked before that I would try to cover stuff up for my kids. So honestly, yeah. I think I will pay it. I, I think I'm that kind of mom. You are. I because I said I said if my kids do something. I'm that type that would try to like cover it up. And Buddha's like, you would just make everything worse because then everybody's going to jail. In some circumstances. Yeah. So I think I would be that mom to really just pay it. No, I I didn't say even fuck things up. I said on the accident, you would be one of them moms that become the whole conspiracy theory. Oh yeah, like how they blame it on governments. You'd be one of those people. Yeah, that use your money how they say rich folks use it. Yeah, yeah, you do that. I wonder if they, you know, if you covered it up, would they still find out? That that's why that's what become a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Yeah, because right. conspiracy is really not hella big. Like I was telling her in that whole thing before, it's just a wealthy enough family. Look at the thing that happened with LeBron James. I love him. Please don't sit here and have me sit here knocking LeBron James as a brown man in America. <laughs> not saying that, <clears throat> but when you had his son pass out on a basketball field, and you guys took him to a whole nother school and said you wanted to go and get a second diagnosis that is in that same realm with someone who has a power and of authority and you're going to take the dreams from what he wants he wants his son to go to the NBA and he's almost there and you guys the school is going to take that from him not that you guys purposely took that from him he's really detrimentally could die and that's what they said he could die on the basketball court and then you the greatest arguably Arguably the greatest basketball of all, player of all time, take your child out of that school and then take him to another place, and then take him to a different doctor. Mm-hmm. That is you showing the flex of money. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Very true. So this is kind of this whole thing, this whole story. There's definitely a flex of money. Mm-hmm. I'm so saying Nisha would be that person. That's what I'm saying. Nisha would be that person. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. So John Markle was at his wit's end. He wrote a note, actually he wrote two notes, on November 16th, 1987, with the time of 2.30 a.m. He then called his attorney, Richard Lawrence, at 4 a.m., and during the call, Markle, 
Markle abruptly asked Lawrence to come to the house, and then he hung up. Mm. John Markle killed his 45-year-old wife, his two daughters, Amy, 13, and Suzanne, 9. Fifteen minutes after the call to his lawyer, they would find Markle's body in the downstairs study. And here's where it gets weird. He was wearing a Freddy Krueger mask, Mm. and he killed himself with two guns, one to each temple. Whoa. Oh, shit. And there was a Nightmare on Elm Street uh, cassette found in the VCR. Damn. Now I'm trying to figure out what the correlation to that was. James. Oh. The... Oh. The end of the note that he left for his mother, this is for his mother, huh. uh, the second note that he wrote. This is the end of the note. He said, you called me a liar, a cheat, a criminal, a bum. You said I've ruined your life. You never were around much when I needed you. So now I and my whole family are dead. So now you can have that money. Night, mother. Oh. That's the story. Oh my God, that was like a twist to me. Like I almost imagine yeah. to rewind what he just said on some verbatim stuff. Cause yes and no, he shows that it's something bigger than him that's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she was a big star, so she probably wasn't around much. Yeah, you know, and he was needing her. He clearly says that he says you're never around much when I needed you. So he was missing something, mm-hmm. and uh, it came up. It came up eventually. And they used Freddy Krueger too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Freddy yeah. Krueger is the is the creature. Even though as this is one of the, Freddy Krueger is one of the bad guys. If you go back and look at him, even though he's bad <coughs> and very bad and killer, if you look at him, it, it could be funly played of somebody who was who had a power mm-hmm. and didn't take it the right way. And he's a person of dreams. He's basically like if the Sandman got corrupted. Yeah. So if someone can control dreams and you don't have that ram in them, and that's what that guy is saying, is he's Freddy Krueger. He, control, he controls his own dreams. Mm. Someone is what he felt was not controlling. It was controlling his life mm-hmm. and his dreams. And he wanted that's to a brilliant, definitely a brilliant take on that. Yeah, yeah, wow, that's crazy. Thank those were some good stories, yeah, because he didn't seem like a non intelligent yeah, man. I just had to give it to him because he's not a non intelligent man of what I'm saying. Yeah, he was saying that for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mike, you know what? I wonder now I'm thinking about this did he wear the mask when he shot his wife and kids? That's the yeah, I think so. I he think he probably did. He had to become Freddy. Yeah. Damn. That really gave us something to think about. That was a twist. That was all over the place. Yeah. I really like it. Thank you so much for those two good stories. I love them. Our pleasure. We're so glad to be on here. It's wonderful. I can't believe we're on Hot Garbage. It's awesome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you guys are my pod. You guys are our podcast siblings, so you can always come back. Man, yeah. I actually want to come back. Have you thinking deep like that? That's interesting and fun, right there. Not right. That. Well, can you guys tell everybody where to find you? Because you guys need to go listen to their show, the One Nothing Podcast. Yeah, you can find us anywhere. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google. As long as they're, I think they're dying soon, but. Um, we are on all the major platforms. Um, 
We also have a Patreon out with exclusive content that we hold every week, which I think you guys are coming on soon onto that. So we're really looking Yay. forward to that. We got some games for you guys. <laughs> this is going to be so fun. Uh, it is. It's going to be an interesting one for sure. Um, but yeah, we're on all of the major platforms. And you just search One Nothing Podcast. And same with our socials. We're on TikTok, Instagram, um, X, or whatever you want to call that. Um, all the major ones. Yay! And then David, you have uh, you have your own page for your paranormal stuff, right? Yeah, I have. Uh, it's called Down the Rabbit Hole. It's on Instagram. I'm mainly on Instagram, but uh, we have a Facebook and X. Um, I always miss one. TikTok, oh, TikTok. <laughs> so yeah, we're hitting right at. So I have forty thousand followers on Facebook, which is great. I'm just about to hit thirty on Instagram. And so, yeah, it's been really uh, just very successful. Congratulations. Thank you. Keep it rocking. This, oh, tell everybody, he said, keep it rocking. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, I do, I work at it every day. It's just a a passion of mine. And we do have subscriptions now for $4.99. There's extra content. There's the six questions that you guys were on, which Mm -hmm. was great. Yeah. And, we have uh, yeah, just a lot of good stuff. Come join us. You forgot about your merchandise line. I got my tank top, so I'm about to be oh, going to the gym. Is. Awesome. <laughs> yes. It's deeperdown.store for the, for all the merch. Yeah. yeah we have cups, uh, uh, T-shirts. We have hoodies. Everything you can think of, we got it. Yeah. Check us out. And I'm going to say on my own, tap out. And I, know, I don't do this. Huh. But I like what you guys are going with, what you're doing in your own avenues, you. even as individuals and combined, it could be as, as power, even more powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, thanks. Definitely. Keep going in your pursuit. Yeah, they're awesome. And they- connect with us. You're, you're part of the family. Yes, there are podcast Thank siblings. You. Yes. Yeah. We love you guys. We love you guys. Thank you so much for having us on and for being so open and allowing us to come and share stories. It's really awesome. Thank you. This was fun. Yes, absolutely. Well, if you want to keep up with Hot Garbage, you can follow us on Instagram at Hot Garbage Show. Follow us on Facebook, Hot Garbage True Crime Edition. Follow my TikTok, Author Nisha. Shout out to Lisa B and Accessories because I'm wearing her t-shirts right now. So check her out as well. She did make you wear a t-shirt. Right? Yeah, she... I swear you were selling about it. I thought you needed to owe me money. <laughs> no way. <laughs> So, and then make sure that you check out me, check me out on Tubi. I'm on um, Fresh Meat Killing Dahmer. So make sure you check me out. And I'm going to have a book signing January 20th. I'm going to be at Multicultural Bookstore in Richmond, California. Yeah. So if you guys, yeah, if you guys are in the, I see you guys aren't in the Bay Area. Richmond is the hood though. But yeah, I wish that you guys was out here because I'm going to be having book signers. I'm going to be out here signing books. So come out here and support me. Definitely support me. And have body on. <laughs> absolutely and now we have a youtube page so you can see us on youtube i'll be posting videos on there and it's at hot garbage on youtube 
And if you could believe it, we finally got a Patreon. Yay, the good times is just going to keep good timing. For as low as $5 a month, you can subscribe to our Patreon. And there you'll find extra content there as well. And that is patreon.com forward slash hot garbage true crime. So yay, support the show. And if you love us, make sure you rate us five stars because that really helps the show out. So rate us, rate us, rate us. Now, next week, we will be doing a listener request. So in the meantime, take care and watch your back out there.